Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Do you work in an office cubicle farm where you have random, mindless conversations? Do you sometimes sit around a campfire with family and friends relaxing and talk about nothing in particular? Do you ever find yourself on a front porch or a stoop with your buddies just hanging out discussing the world? If so, then this show might just be for you. On Cubicle Chat, the topics are like the ones you would find in an office setting, a campfire, or a front porch. Anything and everything ranging from pop culture to travel to nerdy interests and even military stories. If any of these pique your interest, then check out the Cubicle Chat podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Armchair Book and Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Stunning Steve Barber. Joining me as always is my awesome co-host, the intellectual rock star himself, Delicious Dwaylon Davis. Hey, everybody. And if everybody on YouTube can already see, but those of you who are audio only, you can't see, but we have a special guest with us this week, and that is the current Northern Wrestling Federation heavyweight champion himself, Pompano Joe, everybody's favorite homie. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you for coming on. I mean, because we've been talking about having you on for a while. Absolutely. And, yeah. Uh, and you said, send, you know, send me a message. I was like, you know what? I should probably do that. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but finally, I mean, we have uh, Pompano Joe on here. And I would tell you that almost every wrestler we've had um, from the NWF, where they all start with their trainers, and Pompano Joe. Palmer Joe's name comes up so many times as far as like the people they respect yeah, sure the most, does. the best trainers, things like that. So uh just want to let you know that your colleagues think pretty highly of you. Well, I appreciate it. It's, it's always uh, nice to hear good words and uh know that my my efforts of uh of trying to pass along the knowledge is is going through. It's and it's always uh it's always good to hear that. Yeah, because I mean uh, do I, has anybody said anything bad about Pompano Joe? I don't think so. No, I haven't. I've never heard anything bad. Yep. So, um, you know, I, think it, been, I mean, it depends on who you talk to. <laughs> <laughs> well, but then again, I think Dwayne and I are the same way. You won't hear a lot of people say bad things about us unless, well, we know, we know a few people who might, but yeah. Yep. But first off, um, how long have you been in the wrestling business? Uh, just, uh, I think it's a little over 21 years now. Uh, started, uh, to that little late 2001. So early 2002. So wow, it's, it's been, it's been a journey. Wow. <laughs> oh, uh, and so what was your inspiration to becoming a wrestler? I mean, how old were you when you first started started watching because that's usually like the thing watch with your kid and then just grow to love it yeah, but I in just, your case i've always i've always watched it um it's not there's not a certain point to where i i was changing the channel and it was on it was just it's always on you know my my you know first memories um you know are of wrestling i have i have 
pictures of myself when I'm just a tiny kid, maybe two or three, and I have the little Hulk Hogan and Jesse Ventura uh, eight-inch figures with in the pictures with me. So I was, it's just always been a part of my life. Uh, so I'm guessing you went through Bone Crushers? Yes. Uh, so it, it's always been a part of my life. So uh, when I turned a uh, little... A little after I was 18, I I researched a few schools to join, and Bone Crushers was right for me, and uh, started, like I said, late late 2001, and never looked back. Been at Bone Crushers ever since. So we were talking before, uh, even before Joanne came on, it sounds like at the, at the same time as you were training at Bone Crushers, you were also completing your degree at University of Miami in Oxford, Ohio. Yes, yeah, I've I've always uh I've tried to balance my education as well. I went to Miami University and I got my degree and and along with wrestling, so I did, did them both at the same time. What's your degree in? I got a degree in economics. Awesome. Cool. Uh, so I mean, very not only is he everybody's favorite homie, he's very well-rounded. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, um, you know, so obviously now we're just going to have to call him the, our favorite Red Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, probably, probably one of the only Red Hawks you know. <laughs> um, the only other people I know who graduated from Miami, they actually just, gra- uh, actually one girl, um, who she's actually now at Ohio state, but she finished her bachelor's and her master's at Miami. She just finished both of those within the past few years. And but now she's at up at Ohio State doing some kind of certification, you know. But I mean, she's she's still all about, you know, Miami. She's still a Red Hawk, no matter what. So that's cool. Yeah, especially with all the money that her parents paid to put her through there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so Roger, I'm guessing was your head the head probably the the head trainer when you were going through. Yeah, yeah. Roger was uh, a lot more hands on. Um, uh, you know, it, it was 20 years ago. Uh, there was a lot of, uh, a lot, a lot of, uh, our crew came in at around the same time. Uh, so there was a, a nice big training class. Um, so we really enjoyed it and really picked up a lot. And it's the same principles and same things that I'm, uh, passing along to, to the kids myself when, when I, uh, Go down to bone crushers. You know, I just not I just now thought about something. Just not occurred to me. Um, even though obviously, you know, you're um you're training people quite a bit because people they always talk about, oh yeah, Joey, you know, if I ever have a question, you know, probably know Joe's one of the people I talk to. But do you still kind of put yourself in the mode where you're you're wanting to learn more as well? Yeah, it's part of the the training process as as I'm showing you know, different techniques and things like that. I'm also, you know, seeing things in a, a different light, and, you know, maybe that I'm maybe a, a different perspective that I'm, I'm not used to. And, you know, sometimes some things are kind of automatic, you know, for me or for, you know, for just, I'm wrestling's a little more natural um, for, for some people more than others, let's just say. And, uh, when when you're not as athletic, you got to kind of step back and kind of like 
pick apart and and see the different techniques of the different moves and and you, it, it just it opens up the doors uh i don't know what i'm trying to say it just uh i can see things differently mm-hmm. and i pick up different perspectives because of that uh so you find yourself learning um new moves kind of like you know Terry Funk the man was in his 50s when he did his first moonsault yeah you know, but moonsaults weren't a thing when he was starting wrestling you know back in the right. 60s all into the 70s well, I, I mean i still have uh, a few more years and i guess maybe i'll try a moonsault then but <laughs> other than that uh, no i mean i enjoy uh getting you know in the ring and rolling around on the mats and and I like to, uh, I like the technical wrestling and the chain wrestling. So I, I love getting in the ring with the younger guys and uh, just, you know, showing them uh, the different holds and getting them a little bit more experience. Uh, so what are some of the other different companies uh, that you've wrestled for? Because I know a lot of the NWF folks, you know, they wrestle for like some other local company because I've watched them you know, in other shows kind of near Manor. And I know some of them go down to Louisville. They, they'll on Thursdays and they'll uh, do shows for OVW. Uh, what are some of the companies that you've actually done shows for? Um, nowadays, I don't. Uh, it's primarily NWF. Um, but there are some other companies that I that I do make my way out to. Uh, recently, I've worked for Larry D and Gen Next Promotion. Uh, I've worked for Battle on the Border out of Indiana. Um, but that's really it recently. Uh, in the past, there's been uh, FGW out of Hamilton and Rockstar Pro out of Dayton uh, and many other things throughout the years. So have you had a chance to do anything for like AEW, Ring of Honor? Because I know Nikki Victory, she was actually just on a Ring of Honor show. So I think that's pretty no, cool. No, no, de- I've never done any any kind of dark tapings or anything like that. And I've yeah, you know, I've went to through sem- seminars, things like that, but never at that level. So I think you could go there and actually teach some of them some things, you know. <laughs> so what do you think, what do you think, yeah. Waylon? I agree. And right now you're the current Northern Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Champion. Um, what are some of the other titles you've held, you know, in addition to that one? Is this your first time as the NWF Champion? Yeah, it's the first time as NWF Heavyweight Champion. Okay. Um, I've, I've held all the other uh, belts. It, it completes the the cycle or the Grand Slam or whatever you call it. What, what do they call it? Dwaylon? Uh, um, I, I called you Leighton, my son's name. What do, you, what do they call it, Dwaylon? <laughs> um, the, not the uh, triple crown. Yeah, the Grand Slam. The Grand Slam. Okay, it is a Grand yeah, Slam. Grand Slam, yeah. yep. Yeah, the, uh, I was the first ever lightweight champion when the, when that was around that eventually changed to the unified championship, which I've held that uh, along with the tri-state championship a couple times, a uh, tag team championship with Jesse Hyde a while back. Uh, and now finally the heavyweight championship. So completed the cycle. And you had to beat DC for that, correct? Oh yeah. That was, uh, was a tough wow. one. I can I can see that because he's literally yeah. twice your size. <laughs> oh, yeah, he is. He's a big dude. He's a big dude. Uh, he hits pretty hard, but uh, Sizzler uh, had to step it up and hit him just as hard back. 
<laughs> oh, and I and I saw the pull apart, at least one pull apart that it hits, and I mean, and y'all were just just laying into each other. I'm like, oh, that's going to be a good match. That's going to mm-hmm. be brutal, hard hitting, um, you know, stuff that'll keep everybody just watching. Uh, but I was glad to you know see you win the title, and I think everybody else, like I said, you know, you are everybody's favorite homie because the t-shirts <laughs> that you. Part of your merch that you said, everybody's favorite homie, and that's the way Miss Callie introduces it. Um, <laughs> but by the way, what is your entrance song? I meant to ask that earlier. It's Pawn Shop by Sublime. Okay. Do you know that okay. one, Toy? Yeah, I know that one. Okay. Um, I should have realized that was Sublime. Oh, my Lord. That was kind of an, a it, given. It, I'm slipping. It has, a, it has a pretty long intro, so it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily get to the words too often. <coughs> so you might, you know, that might be why you might not realize. Maybe. I mean, well, the style of it, you know, you hear that kind of almost ska, very borderline, you know, kind of a ska sound. I should have realized it was, you know, it was probably sublime. Um, <coughs> and, I said, and I did not know that, that I did not know the Unified Championship actually started out as a light, light heavyweight championship. Yeah, it's, uni- it's unified and it, there also used to be a bone crusher championship. Uh, and at, at some point, those two were merged together. Oh, unif- see, he's teaching everybody, Joylan. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it was in a match between Tiny Tim and Christopher Michael Lotus. And I think Lotus won that one. I'm not for sure. Don't quote me on that one. Uh, you know what? We'll have to ask them. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because I know... Uh, Mr. Lotus, I know he's kind of taking a hiatus right now. He's kind of letting his body heal up and, you know, which happens. But Tim, I see him almost every Sunday at church. So, um, I'll have to ask him about that. He's asking yeah, Lotus, members. Lotus was one of the ones that broke into Bone Crushers with me. Uh, I, I started, um, and like I said, in late 2001, he was just a couple weeks behind me. He's, Another Hamilton boy, so he was he was already my buddy. So okay, we, we uh we put the Bone Crushers together <laughs> with uh, Jesse High and uh, Jason Chimera and and Jeremiah. Man, there's some names that um you know I know I've seen I know Dwayne unfortunately hasn't had the um the opportunity to see him yet. Yeah, because like I said, one of these days he's actually right. going to come up here and he's going to stay at my house and we're going to go watch some NWF stuff. Oh yeah, you, you have yeah. to you have to pick one of those weekends where we got two shows lined up. But, I mean, it doesn't happen too often anymore, but uh, you might be able to catch a Friday Saturday sometime. Okay, you know, and I feel bad because I have yet to catch a show at Bone Crushers. That, um, I mean, when when we do have those doubleheader weekends, it seems, seems like that's a typically one of those would be at a Bone Crushers like a Friday night and then our normal show on a Saturday night. We'll see. Uh, either way, it'd be fun. And then that way people say they actually finally met the legendary, delicious Dwayne Davis. There we go. Um, <laughs> yep. And yep. I call him the intellectual rock star because that he has his own podcast where he talks about what do you, what do you call it? All things nerdy. Oh, yep. All things nerdy. Yeah. And it's the intellectual rock star. Just like I have my cubicle chat, which I talk about, not necessarily. I, I do have some nerdy things in there, but I do talk. I just talk about non wrestling stuff. Kind of a you spend so much time researching wrestling. Sometimes you got to do something a little, something different. Anytime yeah. you know, yeah. you do one topic, something you just go. Okay, let me look at something different because you're I'm supposed to do something different. 
well, you know, as far as <laughs> researching, <laughs> well, back when I was still working, they started referring to me as, oh, you're the wrestling podcast guy. Yep. That's all I do. <laughs> so, so that's it. Yep. Um, so you talked about going to like battle on the border wrestling and you talked about going on Laredo. What are some of the other places that you've actually traveled uh, to have matches? Because I know a lot of them, you know, they'll go to like West Virginia, they'll go down to Tennessee and they'll go like to Texas and some have been to Canada and Michigan. So what are some of the places you've been? Yeah. I mean, I've traveled, uh, um, like one time we went out to, uh, South Dakota for a show on, a on an Indian reservation. That was pretty wild. It was, that was maybe 20 years ago. Uh, but pr- promotions, um, I mean, I used to work for RWA Mid South. Okay. Um, I worked for Revolver a couple of times. Um, I mean, there, I mean, there's plenty out there. I just, it's hard to think of. You put um, me on the spot. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Um, now I'm trying to think. Have I ever, if I've actually seen you in anything besides like your standards one-on-one or tag match? But what are some of your favorite types of matches as far as like you know cage match or Falls Count Anywhere or even a battle royal? You know, um, you know, what are some of your favorite types of non-standard matches? I mean, uh, standard ones are my favorite. So I just like your, your typical straight-up wrestling match. Um, you don't necessarily need to get any gimmicks, gimmicks involved. I don't need necessarily need ladders or tables or chairs, but um, now that you're saying that, uh, I can, I guess, can transition transition this. Um, I guess my favorite one would be a, it's what I call the chair nightmare. It's something that that I've, I kind of coined it myself. I've been in two of these, uh, but it's a chair. It's a match where all chairs are legal, so we we fill up the arena or surrounding the ring with maybe 20 chairs or so and and yeah i mean you guess the premise of the match is to use the chairs on your opponents and mm-hmm. and it makes for a quite a spectacle i just thought of something a few years back um before the united the uaw hall in fairfield you know um changed ownership um, I went to a matchup there with my friend Randy, Randy Sizemore. I'm pretty sure, you know, you, you, if you saw Randy, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, he's yeah, yeah, really yeah. big NWF yeah. supporter. He, um, he was the one that actually turned me on to the NWF. And one of the nights we went up there, and I think that may have been one of those nights you had one of those matches because somebody got suplexed onto a bunch of chairs that were set out like, you know, like where you would be sitting down. Oh, yeah. <coughs> they were all lined up. You were there. It was me and Titan. Okay, so I, as soon as you said, I was like, "Wait a minute!" You know what? Because I, um, I, I saw, I found the video not that long ago. Because I actually got a video of it when the suplex itself happened. I don't remember if you were suplexing Titan or Titan was suplexing you, but it was onto the chairs, and I was like, "Ow!" <laughs> um, who yeah. was it? Who got the, who, who took the? He got he got me with the suplex. Oh, yeah, Dwayne, I'll have to find that video. You know what? Whenever I, I okay. find it, I'll reshare it and I'll tag. But I, you know what? I might as well tag Titan, too. Yeah, and the, and um, then I had, an, I had another one about a year ago with uh, Jack Vaughn. Oh, the veteran, Jack Vaughn. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, Dice Left University or whatever. I, I have one of his shirts too. He's we've tried to get him on the show too, but um, he's extremely hard to get down for an interview. But he, uh, but he told me, I mean, he said he'd love to, but unfortunately he's extremely busy. He told me his schedule and I was like, oh my God, but dude, go sleep. <laughs> um, so what are some of the upcoming events that are, that are, that you have coming up? Uh, we are NWF is in Ludlow this Saturday, Ludlow, Kentucky, December the 16th. Uh, we are followed by Covington, Kentucky on December the 30th. Um, and then we're back at Bone Crushers on a special New Year's Day show <coughs> Monday afternoon, I believe at 3 p.m. Monday afternoon? Yeah, January uh, 1st. Uh, well, Waylon, if you didn't have a pregnant wife at home, maybe you could. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Maybe I could make that show, but yeah, not trying to die before the baby comes, so because she'd kill me. So, yeah, um, yeah. How far along is she now? She is uh, twenty-one weeks today. Nice. So, and a healthy baby boy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah, I'm. You know, because we're both fifty, and I'm like, no, I'm not having my kids. And and Dwaylon just basically said, "Hold my beer." <laughs> and, it's like, hold on. Yep. You know, so hey, you're not the oldest dad in history, so. Um, no. No, not even close, actually. <laughs> Which is wild, but um, like I said, I'm I'm, I'm planning on, on going to Ludlow because I may be selling some stuff there. Uh, I haven't been to Ludlow in in a while, actually, but the atmosphere there is just something else. I mean, it really is. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's just yeah, like you said, it's the atmosphere that makes that one. It's uh, it's a brewery that's converted into, or it's a circus converted to a brewery. Uh, it's I, like it, it's the atmosphere, it's the lighting, uh, it's the the beer that they serve. It's just something's a little bit special about that place. I mean, it looks like Fight Club when you walk in there, and just the energy. Yeah, I've seen the I've seen the pictures on Twitter, and it's like, yeah, it does look like like a Fight Club. Oh, and the and, and the it, energy has nowhere to go, and so it stays there, and it just kind of constantly is like a big circle. I mean, and it and it is wild. It's it's fun. And they've done they've done a lot to that place over the years too. Uh, I'm not sure how long we've been there, but it's probably been you know, seven or eight years now that we've been doing shows there and they've really uh, built that place up. It's really nice now. So who are you going against at Ludlow? I'm not sure. Oh, don't know yet. I'm just okay. showing up and, and we'll, we'll see. I'll put up the belt if I, if I have to. And see, and if I had a golden ticket briefcase, I may just have to cash <laughs> in myself. <laughs> um, but at Covington, are you having a rematch against DC again, or or is somebody else? I haven't else? heard anything. It's still up in the air. Oh, so. oh wow! We'll see. So, we'll see. wow! So that's what makes you the champion is you don't know who you're going to be going against, and you're going to be Some, still. Sometimes defending. you do, sometimes you don't. But uh, over these next few weeks, it's kind of up in the air. So we'll just have to wait and see, and show up and find out. And not only is this Pompano Joe's first time on the show. 
but it's also the first time we've had the current NWF champion on the show too. That is true. Yep. Because we've had uh, Sinclair Octavius Bentley when he was the tri-state champion. We had him on a couple of times. Yep. Um, yep. We had, had Selena Dean when she was the women's champion. Then we had Ella on like the week after she Which... beat Selena for the title. Um, yep. We've had the still current NWA television champion, Big Strong Mims. He's been on. Uh, what other champions, like current champions, have we had on women? Do you remember? Or is or is that all? I think that's all. Okay. Yeah, because I think Noah, before he went crazy and, and before he lost his mind, I think we may have had him on. He may have been like half of the tag team champions, maybe. I don't remember. I'm not sure. Well, yeah, he, um, he's a crybaby. He's a crybaby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he he sneezed on our shirt. Uh, I don't know if you saw that video, but yeah, he he sneezed on our shirt last time that he was on the show. Um, now, as far as like being a face of heel, speaking of Noah, you know, because he joined, he went and joined the dark side, you know, a few months ago. Which do you prefer, face heel, or does it matter? Um, it doesn't matter to me. I just go out there and kick some butt. That's what I like to do. I like to go out there and fight. So. You know, if there's somebody I don't like, well then, sorry about your luck. But uh, <laughs> for the most part, uh, I get I get along with everybody. Nothing, because I don't think I've seen you as a heel. I think you've always been a face. You know, the whole time I've been watching the NWF, um, and so it would probably make me cry if all of a sudden, you know, you turn. I mean, it's been a few years since I hung out with the wrong crowd. <laughs> <laughs> um, and. So when you're on the road, and this is, you know, we're getting into kind of non-wrestling questions right now. When you're driving from, you know, like I'll, I'll just say Oxford, you know, because, you know, we're talking about Miami. But if you had, if we're driving from Oxford, it's like Manor. I mean, and that's a good, you know, di- good distance drive, at least an hour, maybe an hour and a half. Um, and you got, you're putting music on, on the radio or whatever. What is on your playlist? Like what kind of music do you listen to? Or some people actually listen to podcasts. When they go, so what is your preference? Um, usually it's podcasts, uh, wrestling podcasts, of some sort, uh, music wise, probably some like rock music, uh, like revivalist, um, like Ben Harper, or maybe even some rap music. I love the the old '90s rap, like Wu Tang Clan and and Tribe Called Quest. So it's a, it's a variety. Oh, that's a little a little old school right there. Why thank you, Yeah, yeah, I like it. <laughs> um, and since you are a more or less a Cincinnati native, what do you prefer, Gold Star or Skyline? Um, I would I do both, uh, but if I had to pick, I'd if they're right across the street from each other, probably Skyline. Everybody. <laughs> everybody. We, yep. Everybody, uh, if they've got to pick one, it's always Skyline. <laughs> yeah. Um, Roger's the only person on the show. He actually said he loves all of them because he even yeah. mentioned, like, you know, uh, some of the other chilly places downtown, you know. Um, but everybody else has, has always said Skyline. In fact, some people, they just said automatically, oh, Skyline, you know, we go there every Sunday. Like, <laughs> all right. So, um, so if, as far as social media goes, 
if people want to find you on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, any of them, um, how would they do it? Uh, it's uh, at Pompano Joe on Facebook and Twitter. And then who's everyone homie on Instagram. And you, uh, you have a merch site like wrestling tees or. I do not. You just have to show up uh, live and in person to purchase a t-shirt or some stickers. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. Or, or I mean, or you can send me a message and I'll, I'll mail it out to you. But I just don't have a, a website that sets it all up automatically. And do you have any final words for the audience? Final words for any of your upcoming opponents, or final just maybe just somebody in general that you just think needs to have somebody said something said to him, like James Cross here lately. He's been <laughs> like asking for people to say some stuff to him. I mean, uh, I'm been battling it out with James Cross for quite a while and he's a sneaky little fellow. He's always got something up his sleeve. Uh, he's always got a something to try to hit you with or a manager to try to interfere. Uh, we actually we wrestled last Mount Orb and one of his goons oh, yeah, got sure. involved there. So, Oh, was I, it Luke? Oh, so, so no. One, it was uh, Phoenix. Phoenix, Jack Phoenix. So, so there's one match that we got scheduled. Uh, next Mount Orb. Um, I don't recall the date. On oh, fe- that. February 10th. There you go. It was me and the <laughs> Swinger against James Cross and Jack Phoenix. Oh, we're doing a little bit more drama in there because of what's going on, you know, with Savannah Sweet, her throwing the drink in Swinger's face. Right, right. So they there's already uh, a lot of drama. Between them two, and I'm just I'm there to help Swinger uh, beat their butts a little bit. So the tag team is everybody's favorite homie and your girlfriend's favorite wrestler as a team. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> uh, so, any last words you want to say, everybody, before we wrap it up? Uh, just uh, come check out uh, the show. Support professional wrestling. Uh, however you choose to do it. When you come out, make some noise. Um, you know, buy some merch from your favorite wrestler. Uh, if you're a wrestler, work hard, uh, get the training, and uh, I don't know. Uh, keep it going, homies. And thank you so much, Pompano and Joe, for coming yes, on the show. Thank you. Yeah, um, I know Joel and I, we've actually been talking about it for a while. We're like, we need to get Pompano Joe on the show sometime. Yeah. You know, and so finally I was able to, I, I finally got off. I did my my end because it was always lacking. It was, it was always my issue, my deal. You know, it was always my fault because I need to send out the messages. And I, uh, and I finally did. And it was like, boom, you responded pretty quickly. So I was like, yep, I'm going to have him on. But couldn't have him on last Monday because that was when we talked about it first. He's like, wait a minute, Bengals are playing. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to even try to, gonna try to have him. Even with Burrow down. Uh, and they went down to Jacksonville and they won. So, uh, yeah, yeah, pretty good showing. Uh, I know the Packers are playing right now because I know Dwayne's kind of distracted. I mean, they're literally playing right now. And, and it's still Super Bowl bound. So, it be. And, and the Raiders held their opponent to three points yesterday and still lost. So, Right. Yeah. yeah I saw- oh, Steve is not happy. <laughs> no, it's not happy. No. So, 
Uh, but, but, uh, <laughs> but once again, Pablo Joe, thank you so much for coming on. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. And I will uh, try like I can to be there uh, Saturday. I should. I don't think there's anything going on, so I should be there. So I will see you then. And um, to everybody, I'm just going to say good night and God bless. God bless.